Hello and welcome to the League of Logic podcast, a podcast where you can learn how to think for yourself. We're here to help you look for the truth. We have a website and we invite you to check that out, leagueoflogic.com. Inside that website, you can find some of the study tools we have that are the basic starting points for getting on the path of truth. You'll also find a contact page in the website where you can send us a comment or a question. Please do. We'd love to hear from you. you do the same thing on our Facebook page, League of Logic. You'll also find a store inside the website. You can buy t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, things like that with our logo on it. That would go a long way in supporting what we're doing. But the biggest way you can support what we're doing is to subscribe, follow, and share. Hit whatever button you got to push to keep up with the channel and tell somebody about it. That would go a long way in supporting what we're doing. Thank you for listening to the League of Logic podcast. Now get ready for a much-needed conversation about truth. Pops calls that the war cry. I never turned it, mean it turned into one, but it is. He said it's kind of fitting because you know y'all keep talking about you're at war and you do this war cry every time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's supposed to be that way. <laughs> y'all have a great week. The war against the lies. The war <laughs> against the lies will never end. Oh man, it's been a. It's been a weird week. Do y'all, um, so, you know, they just jump right out without a, without the jibber jabber like we're so used to, but maybe those that have complained about it be happy, right? <laughs> so we got, uh, this week you had all these different documents found again at the Joe Biden man's place. Oh, man. Right. And so, uh, they actually found some more yesterday. Do you know what happened yesterday at Joe Biden's house? The FBI volunteer they have volunteered for the FBI to go walk in. Yeah, it, for the people who are listening, I'm using the biggest air quotes. It was an FBI raid. Yeah. Right. That no one knew about and they decided not to even tell anybody about it until they were finished with the air quotes raid. You know what I mean? Yep. Which I think is hilarious. The SWAT team in plain clothes kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With no guns. <laughs> yeah. And so I've heard a lot of different stuff about it this week, and uh, one of the things that uh, was brought up as like a warning, like be careful, don't get distracted with the media, even on the Republican side, conservative side, what their talking points are. Because they were talking about, you know, we've got a uh, a list of people that have been back and forth to the House. Not really. Uh-huh. They don't keep lists of personal residents. And, you know, just different things like that. And um. The, uh, what was the guy's name? He does this internet stuff. I forget it. I'll, I'll think of it while I'm talking. But he said, look, the very fact that they keep finding more documents in different locations is a very good sign that someone has flipped on Joe Biden. Like, knew all about it all along, like everybody on Joe Biden's team did, but decided, dude, this is gone. I can't. I'm not going down with this ship, in other words. You know what I mean? Yep. The ship's going down. And so they kept there that someone has actually offered the information. Hey, there's classified documents because it keeps finding, you know, you find them at Penn State and then 
or university, whatever it was, and then you found him in his house more than once in different rooms. And in the garage. In the garage. And then uh, the other thing that I thought was hilarious about that whole story was a um, on Hunter Biden's laptop, of all places, you know. There are pictures from a birthday party that they had at the house, and there's a box sitting on the table that says important documents. <laughs> Oh, man. They were just like hanging out at the birthday party. Get that box out of the way so we can put the cake down. Oh, yeah. Or, or maybe it was like, hey, you want to see something cool? Yeah, check this I out. I got this box. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what he got for his birthday. You know what I mean? That's, I'm going to give you some documents. Something's going on. They're not volunteering this. I saw one conspiracy theory where somebody's saying it's Hunter that's exposing all of it because he's blackmailing his dad for something. That could be it, you know, or it could be that he's the one who's flipped so that he don't get quite such yeah. a big sentence <laughs> yeah. whenever it all comes down. That is very possible. Um, I mean, I'm okay with knows? that conspiracy theory. Yeah, who knows? The uh, old Dan Bongino, you know, hat tip to the Bongino man. Um, I mean, he worked with the CIA, right, or Secret Service. I don't know if it's the same. Secret, Secret Service, Service. Yeah, yeah, Secret Service. And so he has a little bit of these investigation skills left over from the job. And so he started putting things together, and I think it was on his Thursday podcast. You should—I can't remember what day. I told you about it. Wednesday or Thursday this week, he did a, an entire podcast on Joe Biden is a foreign agent, and he linked it all together. Basically, uh, and I can't explain it all as good as he did. And I've listened to it two or three times, and it makes perfect sense whenever I'm listening to it. But for me to try to, I gotta. I got to think about it more, but try to explain it. But if I give you like the Johnston County summary of it, it was, uh, we, we've talked about this before. The Ukraine is the, the piggy bank, you know, the money laundering hub of the world for the politicians and for the lobbyists. Right. One of the reasons being is because it lies on that border and there's always a war or a conflict. And so the lobbyists and the politicians get to go back and forth and try to raise money for whatever side they want to support during this. So it's constant. And that's how they laundry the money through Ukraine. And so, um, and so, what would happen would be like uh, Joe Biden would get the United States to give a bunch of money to Ukraine, like you're not getting the billion dollars if you don't fire the dude, right? And then Ukraine would turn around and hire somebody like Hunter Biden. Imagine that. And then Hunter Biden would turn around and just start giving money to <coughs> Joe Biden. Doesn't matter how. I mean, people talked about the rent being fifty thousand a month or whatever the number was. It's not so much important that he gave rent. It's just that he was giving money, and was that how they were laundering it? And it does seem to be sort of similar to that. And so he said, so you got that. You got Joe Biden knowing that this was the money, the honey hole of all the money for the crooked politicians. Him and Hunter wanted a piece of it. And so they began to do whatever they got to do to start getting money out of Ukraine. And and, And evidently, a lot of these documents they're finding from Joe Biden have a lot to do with Ukraine. And so it's just information being passed back and forth. And so they're not saying... He's not saying he's like the 007, right? Not like that kind of foreign agent. Mm -hmm. But that he was actually working for a foreign government using his political pool in the United States to gain money for them and himself. And he put it all together. And then he also tied it to the Trump pee-pee tape hoax, the whole Russia hoax thing, and how Ukraine was involved with that. And because Trump, you know, accidentally fooled their cheating system and won the presidency, they had to figure a way to discredit him. And that's why the call with Ukraine got to be so important for an impeachment 
never mind that when Trump released the tape, what you heard was Trump saying exactly what the Bongino man is suggesting. Hey, you've got some corrupt people on your side. You better look out They're You know, it's like foreign agents working back and forth. And he was talking about the Hunter Biden stuff. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I think he's a foreign agent, but not from Ukraine. <laughs> Probably not. I was always worried that, uh, think his boss is the devil that's what i think (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's pretty much it goes up the chain all the way to the satan man i always said that uh obama was a terrorist Uh, but his his job by getting into the white house then his goal was to be let's tear it down from the inside let's make it so weak that it can't defend itself like mm -hmm. a cancer yep i believe it and people loved him yeah Still do. Still do. Which we thought he was extreme. He's not even extreme anymore. Not compared to this no. this regime. No. He's almost like a moderate now. I thought it, I thought it was pretty cool that uh now they're saying that after the flu season that we're going to have a stroke season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Stroke season. <laughs> How are people buying this, man? I don't know. Did they really say a stroke season? Yes. That's not like Babylon B. That's like real. No. Oh, man. I thought. <laughs> An urgent care physician claimed that after the flu season, about three or four weeks later, there's going to be a stroke season. Man. <laughs> So, Washington State. <laughs> That's CBC Canada's Rob Brown was talking to this guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> Washington State is, is pushing legislation right now to remove doctor's license if they prescribe ivermectin. Except in Tennessee, right? Isn't that where they um, pharmacists are allowed to... Prescribe it? I think pharmacists, yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. I don't remember what state it was. But there was this one doctor, Dr. Ryan Cole, whose his, his license is on the verge of being removed by the government because he prescribed ivermectin for the COVID-19. Oh, and his remarks on the vaccine. He didn't really like the vaccine so much. Mm. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I had a thing in here, too. It all comes down to not only, I mean, doctor's practices, but if you can't even say anything about the vaccine, where was it at? The Democrats. Oh, free speech was under attack this week. And in more than one way, they don't want you to be able to say anything at all. But this uh, Democrat lady, what was her name? Sheila Jackson Lee. You know, she's a a big one. She introduced a bill into Congress this week that says that she would like to make white people criticizing any minority a federal crime, mm-hmm. whether you say it out loud or post anything on social media. I think some of those people like her are just fringe, though. They're not. They're not part of. She's not part of the the real cabal. What we're I, uh, yeah. So you know, we go back to your analogy of the chessboard, right? Mm-hmm. And so you've got Satan controlling his side of the chessboard. People like her, those little bitty pawns out there that exactly. you just throw in the way and let them get conquered or whatever. They're making a lot of noise. Every now and then they win a battle and they knock off somebody. You know what I mean? But really they're expendable. 
That, exactly. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yep. 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 The, make make some noise. The real game, the the real cult and demonic activity starts at places like World Economic Forum. Oh man. And I hate you sent me that thing last night. Oh, that was hilarious. It, that ain't hilarious. That's gross. <laughs> I didn't send it to Brian. I could. I didn't have his number stored in my iPad, so I couldn't send it. Uh, to him. I'm going to play it for you. You want to hear no, it? No, oh man. Yeah, go ahead. I'll take my headphones off. Yeah, tell you. <laughs> so the it's a it was a Tucker Carlson clip. It was it was great. Let's see if I can make it work here. What do we got this hooked up to? This one right here. You know, stuff like that gives you creeps for a reason. It does because it, I mean that's whatever you whether you believe it or not. That's that strange stuff, like the way Klaus Schwab dresses, you know, he's a cross-dresser anyhow, yeah. and that just weird, uncomfortable stuff. Man, that's just, that's demonic activity, dude. That's demonic influence. He calls them, uh, he calls them, the, Tucker calls them the lizard overlords. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, that's kind of what I'm talking yeah. about. You ever seen that movie, The Fifth Element? It's got Bruce Willis in it. It's like a space type movie thing. I think so but I can't I remember I, and you got I haven't it. actually seen it but you got like the stones you got to find the stones and earth wind and fire and you're trying to protect the world from being destroyed by a bunch of aliens and anyway in that movie there's a there's a scene for this uh, it would be like going to the opera now but it was this space lady she's blue she's got a whole bunch of tentacles on her head <laughs> right <laughs> and and in that movie She's supposed to be the best singer in the galaxy, evidently. She's like this popular lady. She sings like an opera thing for them, and it's the same thing, basically, that this woman is trying to imitate in this Tucker clip. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, listen to this. Time to check in with our lizard overlords in Davos, Switzerland. What are they up to? Well, this. Yeah, you should see the video. This girl, this woman, she's got to. She's playing. She's imitating playing the flute. I guess is what she's doing. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Freaks. Oh man, it's a. Uh, what's that guy's name? Does another podcast. Um, Scott Kesterson. You ever heard of him? I haven't heard of him. He uh, he's got a podcast called Bards FM. Hmm. Anyway, he's been calling them the Lizard Overlords too. That reminded me of him. But uh, yeah, uh, Bards FM has been talking about all this, uh, the uh, cabal, the the vaccine lies, and all that mess going on since since the beginning of it as well. Have you noticed though how they've gone back again? They, it's like they're re, 
great resets getting a great reset because they've gone back to climate change. The they're not talking about work. they're not talking about COVID anymore. Mm. I don't think it worked I, like they wanted it to. No, it didn't. It didn't. It's the resistance that they have from a free people, mm-hmm. right? And it, the, the true patriots in America, the resistance, and that. It's, you know, like the spiritual battle we talk about all the time with the church and the Holy Spirit holding back evil for from having its free reign across the earth right now. It's 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 manifesting itself in the physical as people that still want to follow the freedom and the rights that were given to us by God and not have to be forced to do any of those things that mm-hmm. we can exercise our free will. Yeah, if you're if if you take the big overview or the thirty thousand foot view of all this climate change stuff, it's just another alternate worship they worship the, the earth instead of god yeah. what god created not the creator and it goes all the way down to not eating meats i'm sorry but god said to eat meats you're it's a vegetarian so. you're influenced by satan yep you know and they're pushing all these things that are anti-biblical anti-god the earth becomes their god and that's what it is. You, there's just different levels of it. You got people like Al Gore. It's all about the money, dude. Yeah. You know, that's his God. Just his money. Just in defense of Megan, though, it says that you don't want to eat meat. Megan really does want to eat meat. She just can't. It's <laughs> oh, all yeah. because of the fall of man and the yeah. genetic load that Megan's that's, in the that, mind. That's she's com- in. completely she, she different. She still eats plenty of chicken. You're talking about though. living in a cursed world. Yes. That's, <laughs> Imagine not being able to eat steak. Bacon. Can't eat bacon, bacon man. Come on. <laughs> that's just wrong. Yeah. Just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> worst you moment can see of her life I bet you can see the suffering in her eyes every you can. time <laughs> every time we have like a geek she's like the, over there drooling yeah. <laughs> what's in that is there any pork in it yeah I'm afraid so <sighs> <laughs> same way with my daughter she can't eat pork either not much anyhow oh well it's terrible yeah but you're right man it is very much uh, the whole climate change nonsense yeah <laughs> Anyway. Wow. Yeah. So they got, um, you got the, on the one hand in the house, you got this lady who's trying to make it a crime to say anything. I don't even know how you judge what's negative or not negative about another ethnicity, but it's only, it's only a bill for white people. So that kind of in itself seems to be a little racist to me, but I'm just saying. Doesn't that go back to our moral relativism? It does. This is my truth and your truth. And yep. You get to make up your own truth. And then, so if you got on the other hand, and this, by the way, this is all happening in the very liberal states, right? These liberal reps. If you go to California, it's San Francisco. Did you see what their committee, their reparations committee is proposing? Mm-mm. $5 million to each black longtime resident and, and total debt forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I got to start looking at my family tree. Yeah, because how about all the all of our forefathers that died in the war to free the slaves? Are we going to get reparations for that? Well, you know, my, they gave their life for them. One of my ancestors might have been a slave. Yeah, well, well you never know, man. <laughs> Five million dollars. Speaking of California, did you see that deal with Gavin Newsom? Where they're questioning whether or not he murdered his mother. Oh, no, really? <laughs> I yeah. haven't seen that either. Yeah, she's 55. When she was 55 years old, she uh, 
was diagnosed with breast cancer and decided she wanted to do assisted suicide. And when he was telling about it, he said, uh, right before we gave her the drugs, well, to assist in giving the drugs in any way is considered murder in California. Uh, I see. But what, what, what person in the right mind would want their 55-year-old mother, because she has breast cancer, to be there in the assisted suicide? I mean, that's a sick mind, dude. No, man. Why are you not trying to convince your mother or something else? You're 55 years old. Yeah. Have your breast removed. It's something, yeah. It's some sick folks, dude. Yeah. But that is an interesting question, and he's the one that said it in an interview when he's telling about it right before we gave her the drugs. Yeah. Huh. Uh, mm. That's the kind of people you're dealing with in California, anyhow. Yeah. There, there's your California governor. I found it. I was getting back to your uh, whole climate change and the world is going to die sort of thing. Um, there was a town hall. Townhall.com had an article from uh, January the 18th that I actually saw this week. The title of the article was The Recycling Religion. <laughs> They've turned Mother Earth into like a religious thing. A cult, yep. yeah. So you're right. We're worshiping the creation more than the creator. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. basically paganism, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> and remember, we were supposed to dominate, have dominion over the earth. Mm-hmm. That means fossil fuels, they're a blessing. But they don't say they're a blessing. These are things that God gave man <clears throat> to sustain life. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to use them, natural resources. Yeah. They they see fossil fuels and say something more like, "Oh no, the Earth is bleeding." <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> it's bleeding. bleeding. <laughs> it's bleeding. But by, by the way, that townhall dot com article, even though the title of it was the the recycling religion, it, and that, they were really talking about the religion of recycling, but the the article was not in support of it. It was doing what we do here. It was telling people how stupid it was. In fact, one of the things it says is the ugly truth is that many of the recyclables that are sent to the recycling plant are never recycled in the first place. And the worst one of all of those is plastic. plastic. (laughs) (laughs) I remember very vividly, man, sitting in a drive-through line at the Starbucks years ago. And I'll tell you which one it was. one up there by on Lake Boone Trail by the hospital, by Rex Hospital. And they had the trash truck pull in. And the trash truck guy opens up the gates, you know, to the bin and he goes in and he grabs the dumpster dumpster that's got the trash in it and he like pulls it out and he sets it to the side. And then he goes in behind that was the recycle bin. And I was like, oh, well, that's the recycle truck, you know. And he goes and he picks that one up and he dumps it in the back of his truck and he sits it back in. And he goes and he grabs the other one and he dumps it in his truck and he sets it back in. <laughs> he put both in the same truck, the green bin and the brown bin. They're well, both- they, they do, though. I mean, when, when CFL comes by because we got a cardboard dumpster and then uh. the regular one. But yeah, it, I've watched it. It puts it in two different compartments. Oh, it does? Yeah. It'll oh. push one way for one, and then it pushes the other way for the other. Oh, I see. Well, I was just thinking it was hilarious because <laughs> they both went <laughs> yeah. in the same truck, and I was like, look at that. Ruined his illustration. Thanks for ruining my illustration. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I had proof that they were just sending it all to the same place, and now I don't have proof. <laughs> yeah, this article, one of the statements that said at the end I thought was great, he said, it'd just be smarter just to dump your garbage in a landfill. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty that just dump them in the same thing, though. Yeah. 
No oh, man. Yeah, you can you can tell those trucks because they are much larger the ones that have the can recycle. Yeah. Or have the recycle compartment on them. They um they also had this week where was it at that uh what was that hockey player guy who refused to put on the gay jersey? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. I think his name was like Ivan Provorov or Provorov. I don't know how to say his last name, but it was one of those weird names. He's like, I just ain't doing it. I'm not putting on a gay jersey. <laughs> he said that's for soccer players. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's exactly said, that's what <laughs> <laughs> the real men play hockey, not soccer. <laughs> oh man, that's good. But the uh, the article that I was reading about that was that uh, you know everybody was like, oh, his career is over. You know, no one is ever going to be you know cheering for him again. His jersey sold out all over the world. Yeah, they couldn't keep it on the shelf. Man, yeah, media crucified the, him, and the world showed him that they were okay with it. The National Hockey League was one of the last holdouts, and they folded. Yep. Yep. They went woke. It's terrible. Talking about uh, the big chessboard analogy and the devil making moves here and there. Here's one of sowing seeds of, I just lost the word, discourse. There's a, apparently a bit of a feud going on between two big conservative news parties, Stephen Crowder and the Daily Wire. Oh, yeah? Daily Wire offered Stephen Crowder a $50 million contract to, uh, for four years to have all the rights to his, to his videos. <clears throat> it was like half of it to be on YouTube and the, you know, the media platforms and then half of it on the daily wire plus something like that. And, uh, in the contract there was, you know, if, if Steven Crowder was ever going to, um, ever lost funding or lost a platform on YouTube, like the big, big tech platforms, then his pay would significantly go down lost platform. And so that's what, Steven Crowder was suggesting that that um, they were working for the big tech, supporting them by by being concerned about that or whatever. But I think it boils down to if you if you step back, whatever side you're on of that platform, um, you can look that up yourself. It's they're on the same team and they're starting to go at each other a little bit. So it's so it's like a little bit of a feud going on on the conservative side, yeah. So it's a spiritual move, yeah. So discord. Some, and another example because we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago and we've we've been bringing it up lately that what we see going on around us is not just what it seems. It's more than what it seems. There's a spiritual play behind it. It's the chessboard. There's different pieces moving around. Well, this is one of them. When you have, when you have. Same team going at one another. I think each one needs to take a step back and figure out what's going on here. So you got um, you're standing all over my Sunday school lesson for today. So here I'm gonna give it to you a little early. 
this is a very, very true statement. This is fact. This is an absolute true statement. There can be no unity without truth. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The only thing that anyone and everyone can be unified on is if we all find an absolute truth, because when we find that absolute truth and it will exclude everything else, we have no choice then to, but to be unified in one area, and that is truth. Mm-hmm. And so when you have inside of our conservative movement, uh, we have these conflicts that come up that what seem like conflicts or arguments or disagreements is because of the worldview is not centered and grounded and foundationally biblical. Okay. And so part of the Daily Wire's problem is they're Jews. Right? And that Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ben Shapiro has a lot of different looks at things based on his worldview, which is based on Judaism. Judaism. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Crowder, on the other hand, is you know, Christian, like biblical based Christian, like we say, I mean, you know, then you look at how they live and you're like, well, we're not really, but you know, I'm not getting into all the details on that right yet. I'm just saying you got two different worldviews is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we have a different starting point, we will never be unified on everything. Right. Ever. On the enemy side, as a, on the other hand, they can have disagreements and, and conflict within them, but their starting point seems to always be the same, and that's what man says, right? And that's why a lot of times they seem to be more united than what we are because there is no such thing as an absolute truth. And so we all agree with chaos and relativism, and they have manipulated their own minds to believe that everybody can be right at the same time but those guys over there that tell us there's only one way, they're wrong, and so they are unified against that absolute truth movement. Does that make yeah. sense? Oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Makes Did, perfect sense. Have we talked about church denominations in this light? Not yet. Because I think that's, that goes along with the same uh, thought there. You mentioned before, though, that there's there's a lot more structure on the enemy side. Um, But one thing to notice in Christian churches, there is a bunch of different denominations. And it seems to me from my perspective, just looking with that other religions, there's not that many denominations of uh, Muslim. It's not a bunch of denominations of Catholicism. They don't might tolerate. be a few. Nope. There, there's not a bunch of denominations of Buddhism. Nope. And, but in the in the church, in the Christian um, movement, Christian movement. There's the word. Yeah. There is a bunch of denominations. I I actually, so I went to a fr- friend's house the other day, a few weeks ago. And they were showing me their family Bible from 1874, I think it was. So it was somewhere close to then, but it was it had been in their family since then. It was, and it had all their family history names down through it. It was really cool to just look into it. But it was it was a study Bible. It was the Bible along with a bunch of different um, study writings put in together. And in there, there was a list, a concordance of denominations there 
it was a huge list of denominations back in eight in the eighteen seventies. It was it had to be like a hundred different denominations or more it it was just a big long list and i didn't realize there was even that many that's that's what the founding fathers were dealing with but they didn't call them denominations they called them religions yeah and that's where a lot of the confusion or they've twisted that's part of your chessboard they've twisted a lot of that and they still do today they don't realize no that the founding fathers were saying we're not going to say one denomination is greater than the other or has dominance there or control but still, the Constitution is just basically based on the God's word. Mm-hmm. Here's the Ten Commandments. This is what God wanted. This is this is our foundation. Yeah. Forget all the denominations, or they yeah. they called it religions. Mm-hmm. But I think to go back to your point earlier, this is where Christians as a whole can get along really good because they can go back to the standard. Yeah, we have exactly. that standard of truth yeah. that we can rely on. And those that really want to know the truth can dig deeper into it yep. and come to know what's true. So the, then what happens inside of the church, and you mentioned this word earlier, is the pride of it. Because we do have the same Bible. There's one word, and everybody in the Christian religion will believe that God gave us his word, and there is no other. Where the conflict inside of a church runs into is the interpretation of that word. And pride gets in the way. Because you have been told or taught something your entire life that this is a doctrine that is found in Scripture. And then another denomination says, yeah, but I, this is what I've been told or taught my entire life. And they say, well, I'm not changing, and I'm not changing. And they all go back to, well, it's based on Scripture. And I'm here to tell you, if we really based all of our doctrine on the Bible and let the Bible teach us the doctrine rather than trying to force our traditions and our beliefs into the Bible just because we're prideful, and we don't want to change our mind, we would be unified. It wouldn't be a bunch of denominations. And we'd all be corrected. That's right. We would all be corrected. Every one of us. Everybody has something wrong with their doctrine. I believe it. And I believe, you know, when you get to heaven, that's one of the things to look forward to. It's going to be a learning experience the entire time where you will get expanded on what God is and everything that he believed, and it's just going to be amazing. And so but while we're here, I, I've always been bothered tremendously by the whole denomination thing. I understand why we have it because there are some doctrines that denominations will hold that I just can't jive with, brother. You know what I mean? And that's the reason why I go to a what we would say a free will Baptist church. Of says that even though we're we don't consider ourselves to be a denomination, we're more of an association. You know, because we don't have a governing body. Anyway, church politics gets on my nerves too. By the way, from all that nonsense, yep. I'm always just like, hey, man. Do you believe that Jesus is the only way to get to heaven? Yep. Okay, we're Christians, right? Salvation truth. That's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's the big one. That's the big yeah. one. It's yep. the salvation truth. Now, the rest of the stuff, we we should be able to open up the scriptures and talk about it and even debate it and come to a realization of what God actually is trying to teach us out of the Bible, not what we believe and we're trying to find scripture to back it up and point it in there. Again, all over my Sunday school lesson this morning, if you're starting with that presupposition that God's word is right, God's word is true and is the absolute truth, doesn't matter what we think or what we believe or how we feel, as we start to study it, then Romans 12, 1 and 2 actually means something. Mm-hmm. Don't be conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how does that happen? It happens through God's word. It's transformed. It means I got to change something I had wrong in my mind. Because God's word told me that I was wrong in that interpretation or that belief. And that's how it should be. And we could be unified like 
you just don't even know how unified we can be. Yeah, if you if you don't have if you don't believe that, you really need to look and see how many other denominations, men of other denominations, seven day advent, all people like that, that God has used in big, big ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they followed God, God used them. Yep. Even though their doctrine doesn't match up to mine. Yep. You know? It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's that so that that reiterates what I was talking about, Stephen Crowder. He might not have every doctrine in the world right, but he's he's grounded on a foundational truth that Jesus Christ is the only way to get to heaven. There you go. And and so that's why he's not willing to compromise, whereas um excuse me, Ben I don't know that Ben's convinced of that. Maybe, I don't know, but I know that he has a very heavily Jewish background. And and there are a bit there have been a lot of things where he is for instance, one of the things we talk about all the time is that who's in charge of the government, uh, in charge of us, or we're in charge of the government. Ben falls on that side that the government rules over us. I know that for sure. I mean, he's a lawyer. He said mm-hmm. it. You know, he's always about the law does this and the law does that and the law does this and the law does that. Whereas we're, on the other hand, believing that Christ freed us from that type of manipulation and control because we don't have to serve under it. Our government was set up by us, and then we – dictate to the government how they're supposed to we give them limits on what they can and can't do right that's a great point man speaking of you know the other thing our government did this week on the third i guess it was last week did you see the new atf rule on the pistol stabilizing braces yeah that's not going to go over very well that's not going to go over well at all more power to matt gates abolished the atf yep they need to yep there's going to be a lot of felons in the United States because people are not going to give up pistol braces. Uh-uh. It ain't going to happen. I don't have one, but if I did, I wouldn't give it up. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. Just no way. Pistol brace on an AR. You know those little? Uh, it's, well, it's a five five six pistol, short barreled, and they put the brace on there so you can. It's, it doesn't matter what you have on it. It doesn't. The matter. way it's written. Yeah. I mean that. That's the whole. If you can put it to your shoulder, which could be just a nub, if you can put it to your shoulder, then they consider it a pistol brace. If people will really listen to how it's written, they don't say like the one you're describing that wraps around your wrist. It's not it at all. Here's what I'm saying. (laughs) Anything on it. Who cares? Exactly. What if I wanted a a six-inch barrel on my AR-15 with no stock? And walk around like the Haji guy, and be like yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what I mean? I should be able to do that. Yeah, that's what the Second Amendment's all about. Who cares if it can fire automatically or semi-automatically or one round at a time? You know what I mean? It just no, no. Yeah, uh, uh, the limits in the first place are stupid. It, it's totally contrary to what it was supposed to be. Well, they they understand how AR-15 is built, and you have to have that there, that tube. Yeah, you have to have. You have it. to you have the really, tube. It's a yeah. screen there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, so what if you didn't who cares? Right? What what if it, it makes no difference? They say it's easier to conceal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so what if I could conceal it? Yeah, most murders are by handguns anyhow. Uh, so. I mean, <laughs> if I don't conceal it, then you're gonna tell me I'm wrong because I'm terrorizing the public by toting my gun around. Yeah. Yeah. Put a 24-inch barrel on there. Now it's a sniper rifle. <laughs> now it's a sniper rifle. Shoot them, shoot them from long range. What difference does it make, man? Riddled with contradictions. Yep. They've gone They've gone crazy is what they've done. And Joe Biden said it again. He said it again. 
if these people really think they're going to go up against the government, they need F-15s, not mm-hmm. AR-15s. <laughs> I mean, he was saying he, they're, like he's implying going to use the government, the military, against the people. Bring it on. <laughs> you just hope that there's enough left in there that hadn't gotten all persuaded. Yeah, you better you better hit the nuclear. Of course, they all numbers. just they all a lot of them had the vaccine that are still there right now. So maybe they're going to die suddenly as well. Who knows, man? That's sad about diamond. Yeah, I'm gonna play uh, diamond and silk. Right, so silk's little speech, and uh, evidently uh, from this uh, little quote here that she gives or this whatever it is remarks, uh, they were vaccinated, and it was a died suddenly. Out of nowhere. Check this out. Did it work? Didn't work. Of course it didn't work. I think their biggest uh, argument was was the mandates. They didn't agree with the mandates, not necessarily the vaccine. Yeah. Is that correct? Because there's they a didn't lot agree of with the mandates. That's a right. lot of talk about all this stuff. I think they went along with with the vaccines because it was whatever. Yeah. Here you go. I think I got it now. As soon as Diamond hung up the phone, she said to me, I can't breathe. It was suddenly out of nowhere and no warning. I got her to the kitchen table, opened up the back door so that she can get some air. And each breath was less and less and less until her eyes became a stare. My husband and I followed the 911 instructions uh, 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 from the lady. We laid her, like they told us to lay her flat. They said, do CPR. And it was one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. My husband and I alternated and kept going and going and going until the emergency truck came in, came into the, the yard and the EMS came into the house. They did everything that they could. But what I want to say to everybody is don't you dare call me a conspiracy theorist. Because I saw it happen. I saw how it happened. I was there when it happened. And it happened suddenly. I want America to wake up and pay attention. Something ain't right. It's time to investigate what's really going on here and get some answers to why are people falling dead suddenly. Yep. That's sad. That's sad. And it's happening all over the place. Yeah, the numbers, they they can't suppress them any longer. I mean, the numbers are off the chart. And they started when? After the vaccine. Yep. January 2021 or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I hate it. I've got family members that I love a whole lot got vaccined. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm, you sit around, I'm like thankful that I didn't do it. Right. I mean, I never really even considered it, to be honest with you, but I guess it's just because we're such conspiracy theorists we all thought we were going to die from the beginning whether we knew anything about it or not right but i'm glad for that paranoia if you know because it's turned into reality but you know i worry 
man. Family members are vaccined. I'm a big conspiracy theorist. <laughs> when COVID came out, it scared me, man. I'm not kidding because yeah. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I thought they were really trying to kill everybody. Yeah. And that's what I really, well, it's true. It's <laughs> kind of true. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of come out to be true. I didn't want that stuff man-made. I thought it was a bioweapon, you know. I think it was a bioweapon. Now, whether do you know the, there's a question on was it supposed to be released or not? Was it the, in the development stages of a bioweapon and to be used at a later time or was it a bioweapon and they said okay, we're ready to you know, take out, let it ride. I don't know, man. I think it got loose or got out of hand anyhow. Mm-hmm. I still believe what I believed in the beginning. You know, and once it was out, they tested it and spread it everywhere. Oh, well, let's see what happens. I I still say whenever the Wuhan folks were like, even if, even if it was a oops, you know, oops, you know, there goes the Rona out the window. You know what I mean? Yep. And then they were all like, all right, hit the timer. Let's start timing. How long does it take to get to America? Doop. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just counting the minutes. Track it. Yep. Give me that label. I don't care. Uh-uh. Me neither. Oh, man. it's it, it gets a little overwhelming sometimes to try to keep up with all this junk that's going on. But in the end, you just got to remember, there's a solid enough foundation that we can start basing our lives and decisions and beliefs on that not only will help us see and understand the truth, but it actually brings about a whole lot of peace, even in all the chaos, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, while, you know, on the one hand, you say, well, I'm worried or I'm upset or I don't want people to do this. I don't, I'm not to the point of hysteria or being out of control, like what's happening in some people's lives when they can't figure out what's going on. Uh, there's something to being cool, calm, and collective in a bad situation. Oh, by the way, I also found another article, too, this week from 2019. Since we were talking about all the stuff happening in Ukraine and Joe Biden being a foreign agent and wondering how that was all tying together and stuff. And it was uh, it was entitled The U.S. Embassy Pressed Ukraine to Drop Probe of George Soros Group During 2016 Election. There was a lot of stuff that was, was dropped and all that. And during 2016, when all this was going, actually started. Well, I won't even say it started. I think it happened way before then. But when it started, like coming to a head because Donald Trump was mm-hmm. on the verge of winning the presidency. Uh, that was the other thing the Bongino man was able to correlate, put together, is that uh, the the elections really were tampered with. It all the the PP tape post started in Ukraine, and it came from people like Soros and Biden and Hillary Clinton. Well, they were using Biden's involvement in Ukraine and the the uh, laundering money against Obama. It goes back that far yeah. when Obama was in office. Yep, you know people have forgotten about that. But uh, and uh, did you you read Gateway Pundit this week where they talked about the stuff that happened in Brazil that mm-hmm. our CIA made that happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. We were heavily involved. We were in heavily all that. involved in putting Lula, the communist, back in charge in Brazil. Yes, sir. Yep. It's a huge battle, man. Don't give up the fight. Stand your ground. Be strong. Speak boldly. Have no fear.
Amen. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got, Brian? You just mentioned again that we have a source of truth that when you go back to that source, there's even peace that comes with that. And we had mentioned denominations earlier, and somebody listening might be thinking, well, Christianity is no different than any of these other religions. They're all just religions. But what makes Christianity different on a basic level this is actually one of our study tools inside the website. But for a religious system to work, it's got to be able to answer four basic questions about life. It's got to answer all of them. It's got to be without any errors, and it cannot contradict itself. And all these answers got to be completely coherent. The four questions are origin. Where do we come from? That's the first question. Yeah. Second one is meaning. Why are we here? third one is morality where does it come from who gets to decide fourth question is that of destiny what happens after life here on earth where are we going the bible is the only book that can answer all those all four of those questions correctly at the same time coherently without error without contradicting itself other religions can't answer those questions. And if you're, uh, if you're questioning that yourself as you're listening to this podcast, if you listen this far, then uh, I encourage you to check it out. Yeah. Take a look for yourself. Look for the truth. Nothing wrong with trying to see if the Bible's true. Try me. I thought God says that a lot, actually. Try me and see. Yeah. One thing that never has... Has never ceased to amaze me. And we talked about how God uses all different types of people. Ron Wyatt was a Seventh day Adventist. But look at what that man discovered. I mean, yeah. at least if he didn't discover it, he brought it out in the open, but it's still suppressed. I mean, there stands Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. You can see it. It's all ash. Yeah. But you can see the Sphinx outside the gates. You can see the outlines of the buildings. You can see the curls where where stone burned, and there's sulfur balls. The most nowhere else on the earth can they find white sulfur that is 99% pure. Nowhere except that one location. And you can pull them sulfur balls out of a wall of the buildings in Sodom and Gomorrah, stick a match to it, and it burns. And that's not the only thing. Yeah, you know. Uh, and it's amazing. Nobody's there. Nobody goes to visit it. It's not protected. It's not a park site. It's that. The Red Sea crossing. The chariot wheels are there in the sea. Ones that are plated in gold. You Sand know. is melted into one piece. It, it, yeah. Where the fire was. There's yeah. all the evidence you could ever want. Yep. And it's nobody ever talks about it. It's never on. It's not on Discovery Channel. There's no news agencies. There's the, it's so crazy. Put it back into biblical perspective so you can see the war. How is it that men know, understand the truth enough to become saved? Salvation comes from hearing of the word, right? Mm -hmm. you got to hear the word to receive the conviction. Communication. 
And if communication can be controlled by the evil one, where there is no pathway to get the truth out, yep. ta-da. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Ta-da. That's it. You can't say this. You can't say that. I think that's the reason why we had the free speech, the First Amendment, freedom of speech. You have to be able to relay the truth for exactly. people to hear it, understand it, and know it enough to believe it so that they can be saved. Yep. Information, man. I thought a little bit about that this week, but I haven't dug into it yet. Communication. The devil is the prince and the power of the air. The air is is social media, communication, influence. And and I and I, I was thinking about that. It involves being around people. There's gotta be people for there to be communication going back and forth, right? Yep. Yeah. The big cities are where it's hit the most, right? There's most people in the cities. That's where the influence of evil is the most. But you go back, I think about, you know, going on a canoe trip out in, on the river, the middle of nowhere. Every time I go out in the, in the woods or, or down the river, just the middle of nowhere, it just seems so peaceful to me. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's getting away from the prince and the yeah. power of the air yeah. almost. Yeah. Yep. I like it. That's the way it feels on a boat in the middle of the ocean. You can't see land or you barely can see land. That's a great place to be, man. <laughs> I like it. Peaceful. All right, y'all good? Got anything else? Good. All right. We out. Thank you for listening to the League of Logic podcast. We hope that something said has caused you to think, maybe got you anxious to check it out for yourself. And as we've already allotted to multiple times on this episode, we have some study tools inside our website, leagueoflogic.com. Those study tools cover some basic truths that will help you get going in the right direction. Definitely check those out. Also, you will find a contact page where you can send us a comment or a question. We'd love to hear from you, so please do. We also have a store inside the website. Any purchase from there, t-shirt, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, would be greatly appreciated. But the best way you can support what we're doing, if you want to support what we're doing, subscribe, follow, hit whatever button you got to push to keep up with the channel, and share it with a friend. That would help us out a lot. Thank you for listening to the League of Logic podcast, and we look forward to you tuning in on the next episode. Mm-hmm.